Hey, I'm Mike Putman, Jasper Main Street. And I am more advanced with the Walker Area Association of Realtors. And this is Walker Voices, a podcast featuring all kinds of people from the Walker area. Yes. Isn't that what we call it? Yes. Okay. For today. For today. We'll call it something else the next time. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about this. I had a Southern moment this week, and so did you. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Mine was this morning. Yours was this morning. Yes. Well, mine was last weekend, but you go ahead. Um... Well, we called. You called earlier this morning, and mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about this. And I was sitting in my car, eating my grits bowl from Five Loaves with Koneka sausage. <laughs> I mean, how southern, southern can you? Get? That's very southern. It was delicious. What did you already drop the kids off at school? Yes. Don't you have like ten or fifteen kids? I only have three. Three. Okay. All right. They're the ones that go into the creek and. That child, the one who yes went into the creek behind our house to visit our neighbors. Has a broken leg, so he's not going on any adventures right now. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, well, my southern moment was my aunt's 80th birthday was this past weekend, and I had green milestone. I know. So I cooked dinner for her and her and my mom and the other sister, and I had green beans. I didn't realize you were a chef. Oh, I love to cook. Good to know. I don't know that I'm great at it, but I like it. (laughs) Um... Had green beans, and so I sat down in front of the TV watching my stories as I. <laughs> Did you have like a bag? With, yes. <laughs> awesome. I had the garbage can beside me and the beans in a big bowl. Yes, of course. And then I just turned on the TV and like Idella off um, driving Miss Daisy, except I didn't die. I'm, I'm here, you know. She was snapping her beans watching, watching your programs or your stories. <laughs> It was Saturday morning, so I'm sure it was like, you know, Bugs Money or something. I don't know. What does Tallulah watch on Saturday mornings? T- Tallulah watches Saturday morning cartoons on Sunday on Saturday mornings. And then we listen to the jazz. There's a jazz station that's on Saturday mornings, and that's kind of when I clean house, from Sanford. And they go from 8 to 10, oh. and it's, that, it's like, I say jazz. It's it's old. Big band stuff is what it is. Okay. Um and I love it. I just turn that on, and, you know, I can dust, I can vacuum, I can clean a toilet just with that plane in. I you can love come it. to my house and do that. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm not doing that. Um, okay, but today, we're not here to talk about no, my toilets getting cleaned. Um, is that going to be edited out? <laughs> no, please okay, don't. keep it up. What an intro. I, <laughs> I mean, it's only up from there. Speak, speaking of toilets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm glad I came this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, today we have someone uh, that's very special to me because she's the one that got me involved with Jasper Main Street. Oh, look, um, we're getting like our full circle story. I did yeah, not know this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Debbie Young Sanders was the very first president of Jasper Main Street, and this was after I had retired in 2014 from teaching. Um, we just got together, and, you know, she said, well, do you want to do some stuff downtown? And I was like, eh, like what? And... It was like promoting events or something. I was like, yeah, okay, maybe. And we did that for a little while. Um, But I wasn't terribly excited about that. Um, But then Debbie sent me to Gadsden because they have a really great downtown program. They do. And once I I had seen Gadsden, I thought, okay, now I can get into this. And I have loved it ever since Um, because... Jasper Main Street has been uh, patient and kind and all those kinds of things to me, and I love 
you know, I grew up in a downtown area, and I love seeing this thing coming back to life. Well, Debbie yes. was the first president, and Debbie's the one that got me involved. So Jasper Main Street, a lot of that credit belongs to Debbie Young Sanders, who is our guest today, by the way. Yay. Um, uh, I call her the matriarch of downtown Jasper. Um, I feel like that, that's a good title. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need a sash. Crown. And a I crown. Like I like it. I like it. <laughs> I do actually call her queen sometimes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I kind of like that. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> so Debbie is um, the owner of Young Jewelers downtown, and she's got a really good story because she's born and bred here in Jasper, and I'll stop talking, and I'm going to let Debbie talk about how you got here, you know, how, how Young Jewelers got to where it is, because it's a really interesting story. Well, first, I want to say something because you brought it to my mind about the Main Street program. I have been um, talking for years about improving downtown Jasper and seeing our city become flourishing, if you will. Um, And so I had tried several things to gather merchants together. We had the Downtown Merchants Association. I developed a really good friendship with Kay and Gadsden, the program that you're you're talking about. And we had tried from many, many angles to get our downtown flourishing again. And it's virtually impossible for somebody to do the workload and maintain a business as well. Mm -hmm. So um, we had tried, you know, events the first Friday and people liked it, but we needed more than events. We needed to have all the the, um, organization that Main Street provides. So when that program became available and we started talking about that again, we'd already been working together and it was just uh, the impetus that really got the um, Jasper Main Street got downtown flourishing again. And look so, where we are today. But Good I, job, guys. Thank you, thank you. But I had I, we had been friends. Mike and I had been friends for uh-huh. for years and years. And then when he told me he was retiring from teaching, my wheels like, began oh, to spin. Yes, yes. Yeah. she has wheels now, for sure. <laughs> and I thought, well, my goodness gracious, you know, he is so young and vivacious, <sighs> and we need and we can't <laughs> just leave him out to pasture. We have to find him right. Something. We yes. need somebody that knows how to to uh, produce a successful program. So success in one area just leads to success mm-hmm. in another area. You're so just producing something a little different it's very these days. Much like, it's very much like theater. <laughs> so really, it, emotions it is. and all. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, we we were just very fortunate uh, in the downtown area to have Mike come on board as um, Jasper, Mr. Jasper Main Street and Mary Hilmer, Mary Worth. Um, you know, with the programs of Main Street, we followed. You know, we followed their prescription, and right. it does lead to success. So yeah. it's it's been a quite a story of working with downtown Jasper. When I came back to Jasper after some military training with my husband away, mm-hmm. and I had watched some things um, had progressed in Oklahoma. We were stationed out there first. Uh-huh. And um, I saw how that they had events and their downtown was starting to flourish. So when I came back from Oklahoma, um, we got together with the merchants and said, why don't we have a downtown festival? So the downtown um, Heritage Day was came about in 1986. And so from that, we kept that going. We involved um, all the community people. We blocked off the streets. We have a party, much like Foothills Festival, but a shoestring budget. <laughs> we begged local entertainers to come. We, had three, we set up three stages. We had all kinds of things going on. 
and it was just beautiful. Everybody in the community yes. loved it. We had, you know, trains running up and down the streets, and we had all kinds of things, much much like Foothills. Yeah. But after about three or four years, I mean, we were I was spending almost as much time directing that as I was at my own business. Right. And fortunately, about that time, Foothills Festival came about. So you were able to. And so that was wonderful because then they had people that had a budget. That could that could, um, could you can pass it pass the baton on happen. That one. So yeah. that's a little bit of how how some of that got started, and we've just been fortunate over the years uh, with great leadership and a great community. We've got a wonderful community of people willing to volunteer in our community. So, but the only reason I ever came downtown was to buy jewelry from Debbie and to buy clothes from Bernard's. That's all. That's. I mean, back, back, back in the day. Well, that's reason enough. You know, right. <laughs> wow. I went in there the yeah. other day. I said, Debbie, I think I owe you some money. I need to pay that bill. She said, no, you need to pay this bill, but you need to buy something else. Yeah, you got to keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. And that's why Young Jewelers is where Young <laughs> Jewelers is today. Well, uh, you know, I have a passion for my community, and I have a passion for uh, my business. Mm-hmm. And I'm fortunate to be in a business where generally people are celebrating things. They're happy. Um, they're getting married. They're getting engaged. They're graduating. They're celebrating Mother's Day. They're celebrating accomplishments. Or they're celebrating love in one way or another. And we get to be a part of those special moments. But those how did memories. all of that get started? Well, uh, my parents moved here and started this store in 1948 after my dad served in World War II. He went to uh, the School of Watchmaking, which is known as Horology. Right. And he took some classes at the University of Alabama. And he started by watchmaking. Because at that time, you know, pre-quartz watches, you know, railroad timing, you know, they had to be uh, authenticated, their watches and everything. Okay. So they had to have a certain standard. So he got that certification so he could certify the railroad watches. So he kind of started building the business, you know, from that kind from of thing. From watches? From watches. Wow. I actually have a watch. I, I don't have it on today. I'm wearing so much today. That says Young's on it. <laughs> of course. Well, we have our Sweet. own brand now because uh, my dad really um, – Love the watchmaking part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he did that. He would actually work on the watches out in the general public with those tiny little pieces and people standing over him looking at, I don't know how it he had the bothered. patience mm-hmm. to do that. But um, yeah, so it's it started out like that. But so, you just grew up in the store, right? I grew up in the store, but I did not work in the store uh, as mm-hmm. other than making bows. They would bring me home... <clears throat> Like at Christmas time or high bit, they we had a bow machine, and I had to have so many bows made and put child labor in a a garbage bag by a certain time. I had to have the bows assembled. (laughs) My brother and I would do that, so that was my first introduction to the business was the bow machine. And how did you end up military life? Because then I would assume you left for a little while. We were talking about me leaving and coming back to Walker County. How did that all take place? Well, so after I graduated. From the University of well, let me back up. So I changed majors every time we had a new semester. Actually, sounds like me. <laughs> I, I went. I went. I wanted to because I'm so proud of Walker College now in Bevel State. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I graduated a year early, so I was younger too. I, I did the dual enrollment as yes. a senior, so I went ahead and did my freshman year at Walker okay. College as it was known then. 
And so um, I had enough hours that I really couldn't stay another year at, at Walker. So I went ahead and transferred as a sophomore to Alabama. Okay. But it was important to me to have a degree from Walker College. So I transferred back hours from Alabama <laughs> so I could have a diploma oh, from Walker College. Uh, yes. I just feel like that's a jewel in our community. It is. And I don't think enough people understand that. I did dual enrollment as mm-hmm. well. And then I went to Alabama. Well, it's a wonderful so opportunity because mm-hmm. you can be at home. It's an affordable education. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Um, My brother, he just finished his, well, he will, I guess in the next week, he'll finish up his two years at Bevel now and then heading to Tuscaloosa. So everyone should do that, especially with college costs. Right. Costs. Costas, right. that's not a word. But so what's the connection? How did you and your husband... Well, let me go on about how I got into jewelry, and then that gotcha, connects. Gotcha. Okay. That connects. So um, I changed majors several times, and so then my parents asked me uh, one summer if I wanted to go to New York to the jewelry show with them. And I was familiar with the jewelry, you know, and they had never really particularly encouraged me one way or the other. They wanted me to follow my dreams. But mm-hmm. when I got up there <laughs> in New York City... And the, we went in. That can sway anyone. Yeah, we went into the Harry Winston area, and they let us go. We had some really great connections. And we went into the, the, the sorting cages where the raw diamonds were. We were able to go up in, in Jaffe and to where they were cutting the diamonds on the wheel. The Yonkers diamond was wow. cut in that very room. I mean, it was just thrilling to me. Uh, at that time, and I thought, wow, this is really fun. This is exciting. This is exactly. So I went back to Alabama, and I changed my major one more time, and this time to I, retailing. Okay. Retailing. So uh, I managed to get out in four years, basically because I had so many extra yeah, hours from, you know, Walker College. So I became, I came back um, after a little sabbatical. I came back to Jasper and started in the business, and I became real active in the community. Mm-hmm. And at that time, Jasper Business and Professional Women's Club was, we had over 100 members, and we were very, very, very active. And I was president in 1981. I'm really dating myself. (laughs) We pretend we don't know those dates. We've talked about that before. (laughs) So uh, we had a, uh, we had won winning a lot of state awards in Jasper, and we had gone to Mobile to celebrate a, um, um, the end of the year convention. And um, I was visiting with my friend who lives on the way back in Greenville, and I needed a ride home because my friends had already gone home. So enter Joey Sanders as the pilot who volunteered to come pick me up. Aww. And we had never met, although um, I had been in and out of the airport the same time that he had, but we had just, our paths had never crossed. And I grew up bouncing around in the back of an airplane because my dad always flew. Mm -hmm. And when I first moved back to Jasper, um, I got my pilot's license. It was just something that I could do. And it was fun. And so we had that in common right away. And so the relationship. So he just just, volunteers to fly women around? Or at the time, I guess that was his (laughs) thing that he did. Actually, he was a charter pilot at that time. Oh, very neat. And he, uh, a friend of, a mutual friend of ours knew that he was flying back with, after dropping some people off and Mm -hmm. asked if he would swing in and and pick me up. What a story. Yeah. What a beginning. (laughs) Oh, and then... A man flew up in a in a white <laughs> airplane. <laughs> There's your carriage. Yeah. But I mean, what other, especially woman? What other woman in Jasper um, owns a successful business and also has a pilot's license? 
I mean, you know, I, th- I think there's only one. Would be you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everybody <laughs> well, has special interests, you know, and and talents and gifts. And I was fortunate that you know my dad was interested in that, so I became interested in it. So I think people have to have mentors to see what is available. And if they don't see it, they don't know what's available. So um, I love that your parents kind of let you figure out your path. And luckily it circled back and came back to the business. But I think that's really neat because a lot of times people that own those family business, it's kind of like, no, you have to do this. But it very much seems that your parents let you find your path and luckily it came back. Right. They actually, I had to interview with them. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> love that. So oh, I love that. really fun. But I was fortunate that I grew up downtown. You said you grew up in a downtown where I could, um, I had, I rode my bicycle to Memorial Park School right. or walked, walked back home with my, my friends. We mm-hmm. walked to friends' houses. We could walk down to the movie theater, you know. And I guess um, I started work, I started when I was 12 teaching swimming lessons because I'd been on the swim team. Mm-hmm. And the first time that I noticed that other cities were different than ours is going to these different cities in their swimming pools and seeing how their teams uh, were and mm-hmm. how what our facilities were like. And so our pool was 50 yards. Yes. And you compete in 50 meters. Mm-hmm. And so, um, which is a little bit more length, not much length, but when you're doing 100 my kids are on swim team. I guess they swam in that same pool before the natatorium. Before the natatorium, okay, yeah. right. But I guess that was the first time that I compared cities to Jasper. But I had an idyllic childhood. Mm-hmm. I love Jasper. I love Walker County. I like all the things that mm-hmm. are here. I think we're very fortunate to be in the location where we are. Yeah. And we may be small, but we've got really quality people. We We've do. got quality assets around from the lake to the... And it takes you no time just, you know, if you need to get to Birmingham or you need right. to get to Huntsville. Mm-hmm. It's not far. I didn't realize that growing up. I remember growing up there, there's nothing ever to do here. But now that I have kids growing up here, it really is a magical place. It is, especially for mm-hmm. kids your age now because... Yes. I mean, how did your kid get his arm broken? His leg. His leg. His, his leg. femur. <laughs> what three-year-old break? Well, a normal child would break their arm, not Jack. He broke his femur while playing at preschool my in the po- gym. My point Total exactly. Lots of th- good things for kids to do. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what kid hasn't had a broken bone? I mean, I mean I, he I goes out have, big. But, you know, I was. Yeah, I've never had a broken bone either. I was walking around in downtowns when I was a kid. <laughs> I wasn't on the jungle gyms. I had two. I broke the same bone twice. First playing slinging statue, my brother. I told him pepper, and he slung me hard, and it broke my collarbone. And uh, and then <laughs> such but, a sibling but, story. But, you know, I asked yeah. for it, and <laughs> then several years later, when I was riding my bike, a lot of cross country stuff, I hit a pothole, and it won. And I went over the handlebars and broke the same one again. So, oh. so I have two to my credit. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> so with you know. Obviously, the Prince Charming that was in the white airplane shows up, and then you've obviously got married and now have family, and I feel like Iris, your youngest daughter, she's a few years younger than me. I knew of her, but she's younger than I, but we have, your grandchild goes to the Methodist Church, which is where my kids go to preschool, so. Well, I'm very, very fortunate that Iris chose to come back, that they chose to come back here, and she's the third generation in the business. That's so neat. 
And she is making so many innovations and doing so many wonderful things at the mm-hmm. store that um, I don't know how I could do without her, but I'm hoping she's going to figure out how to do without me. <laughs> she's going to pass the crown? Iris. Is that what we're saying eventually? Maybe. I know Iris. She, she's yeah. going to figure something out. She's a real problem solver. But then you also you very much have life at the airport. Exactly. exactly. Um, your love of airplanes has grown into quite a... An adventure over there. We enjoy it because we get to see all the airplanes at our house now. Right. Well, you know, the thought is that aviation has provided a good living for our family. And, you know, you do have mentors along the way. And somebody has to help you out and, you know, expose you to it. So Joey has a love for uh, watching someone catch the spirit and get on fire to fly. I can see that. He's very infectious. And, when... you know, he just thinks everybody will love it like he loves <laughs> it, you know. Um, and a lot of people do love it mm-hmm. like he loves it. So he he wanted to establish um, a, a way for people to um, have the same kind of career that he's had because he, he – uh, Retired from the Air National Guard after 23 years. Actually, the jet that's in front of the hospital, in front of the VFW, mm-hmm. he actually flew that in the Persian Gulf. Oh, I didn't. Oh, how neat. Yes. What fun facts. He and Tom Bevel worked on getting that jet, when it was retired, placed on static display here in Jasper. Wow. And actually, four people from Walker County flew in that jet in the Persian Gulf. Um, so, uh, Cass, it deserves to be here. It does. It, I did not know that. And, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. Right. And it's in the perfect spot. You know, it's on the Highway 78, right in front of the VFW. Um, a lot of people use it as a landmark. Right. You know where the jet is. Right. Yeah, okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. But after working so hard to get be a member of the Air National Guard, um, people a lot of times are not familiar with how Air Guard works. They are deployed very frequently. They go to, he's, okay. he's been overseas several times for certain periods of time. Mm-hmm. They go in. They're, they were uh, a reconnaissance unit whenever they were oh, uh, okay. in the F-4s that, mm-hmm. that he flew. Now they're a tanker unit. They're a support where they fuel the planes in, in the air um, so that they've had a designation change. But um, he wanted to fly for a living as well, so... Uh, he was fortunate enough to get on with Federal Express in 88 or 89. So he retired there after 30 years. And so all this retiring going on, he was able to spend more time on his business at Sanders Aviation because he has Sanders Aviation, Sanders Flight Training, and Sanders Air Racing. So I'm like, we love to see Big Red. Right. Right. So, I, And I think we're signed up to go to Reno in September this year. They didn't have it last year because of COVID, COVID. Uh, so I think that is the plan. I think I saw that on social media, something about one of a drawing, maybe some of the people that were going to come in and do training with Sanders. Maybe so. Jessica, something our, like our older daughter who lives in New Orleans, is on staff at Sanders Aviation, and she does cool. PR work, and she does <gasps> scheduling. Oh, that's perfect. And so she's able to she do that remotely, mm-hmm. and she comes up, you know, often do it, but she is very key in that operation. Um, she has been able to, we've partnered with Delta Airlines, and they we have a training here for Delta, 
So it's, it's, it's quite extensive. It's a 141 school mm -hmm. um, where they can go from no license at all all the way up to an ATP, which stands for Airline Transport Pilot. Wow. So, so you guys can take, you could make Mike a pilot if we need to. Or I did not realize that you were able to help those that are retiring from the military or what is the phrase when they get out of the military? I don't know that term. They're transitioning. Transitioning. There we go. Right. From military to commercial aviation. How neat. And and you, that school brings in pilots or people from all parts of the United States. They're constantly here. And they tell us how much they love downtown Jasper. They've got a little area, a little area that they go to. They'll start at <laughs> Tallulah, go to Twisted Barley, the Cigar they Shop. They have their loop. That 319 they Los Reyes. I mean, you know, they hit up the downtown places. How long are they here? Like, how long is their course? It depends on which course they're okay. taking, you know, how long that they are here. That's fascinating. But yeah, um, and, is, and I would say the majority of them are men. Is that is that? Majority are men, but we have several women that come through. Right. Do you ever encourage the men to take home a piece of jewelry for their wives mm. or partners? Or? Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, actually, if you're going to be away for a certain amount of time, why not show back up at home with this beautiful piece of jewelry? Right. <laughs> we have a downtown brochure coming out soon. Um, and that's the airport is one of the places that we've got to put those to encourage them to the, so they'll know what's downtown. Mm -hmm. um, and there are other places, but that was one of the places that we had to put them is because these are people from out of town and they just don't know what's going on. But they do find the breweries, don't they? They do. They're able to. <laughs> I had no idea. When I started, I did leadership Walker County many moons ago, I feel like it was, and that was the introduced the project. Our big project that year was the airport. And I'm, the first meeting, I was like, why are we doing anything at that airport? What is, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then as the program went on, I come to understand how key the airport is, not only to all of Walker County, but downtown businesses, because we have, you know, people coming in with David Knight Industrial, they come in through the airport. I, I, I did not realize that it all comes full circle, and it, it's very neat. I'm very well, proud. There was a Veterans Day parade. I guess it was the Jasper Main Street's first Veterans Day parade. I mean, they've had Veterans Day parades before Jasper Main Street when I was on board. And Debbie says, what about a flyover? And I'm like, and at that time, I, I knew Debbie and her family owned the jewelry store, but I had really no connection here. Mm -hmm. I knew nothing about an airport. And she said, what about a flyover with jets? And I'm like, well, that'd be great. <laughs> Where does that come from? How do you do that? Well, of course. <laughs> Debbie. De Debbie, Debbie comes up with happen. jets. Debbie made it happen. And then this person named Gordo called me. And I said, <laughs> Debbie, somebody named Gordo called me. She said, that's my husband. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not what I thought his name was. And I guess that's his flying name or. Actually, it's his Gordon is his middle name. Right. Oh. But there is that. Um, there is that scene in The Right Stuff when they ask Gordo Cooper, who's the best pilot he ever saw, and his answer is, you're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, again, I love that. Such so, a fun story. You yeah. guys are... But you, your, just, your business downtown has... I remember years ago, you were 
I think next door. Correct. That was one of my questions. Have you guys always been in that location? Well, no. At first, my dad was inside a barber shop with his repair, and there's mm-hmm. a picture in our store of that uh, that historical piece. And then he grew, and he came over to right across from the courthouse to a little bitty place mm-hmm. that was he called it the stairway. It's about as wide as a stairway, <laughs> and that was in the the late fifties and sixties. And then the Blanton building, which has been purchased and now renovated. Mm-hmm. For lofts, yeah. Well, not the Blanton building, that little annex that was next door to right. it. Right, yeah. Blanton annex. Right. Yeah. So we had a, a store there, and there was a store about Alabama Power and a couple of stores. And then oh, next to the Methodist Church. Yes. Okay, I was, I was having to get my yeah. bearings. Okay. So Mr. A.O. Best owned a store down the street. His wife, he and his wife were getting ready to retire, mm-hmm. so my mom and dad bought that store. Mm-hmm. And we moved down there in the 60s, late 60, maybe 68, 67, 68, 68. And um, 1974, we had the catastrophic tornado, and it came right through that that area. So it devastated our our business and Mm -hmm. our building. And I was in college, and my brother was in dental school, and it was, you know. But, you know, they never panicked. They just held strong and... They put up a little place that was a, a mobile-built thing um, that was where um, – it was probably where the post office is, and now there's not – it was a bank for a little while, BB&T or – Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was right there, and it was a little parking lot, and it was located right there. And then we were able to move to that location that you're speaking of on 19th Street. They had the stone in front of it where Goatees is where right Goatees now. Printing is right. Now. So that was our store – from 1975 until ni- till 2001. And we were able okay. to buy that area there from where we're located. Mm-hmm. S&F Restaurant, you may not remember that, but there was a restaurant in the store where we are right now, all the way down to where Cigar Box is now. There was one owner there, wow. and we were able to negotiate and purchase that property. And then we... Hmm. we renovated in quotations because mm-hmm. there was one wall left standing, that outside wall. <laughs> wow. We, we took everything else <laughs> out, but we had one wall left over there. And we moved into that building in 2001, and that's where we've been. And I've been, I mean, so you have been downtown from the beginning, just in a different little area. You that's know, so when, when the mall came, we discussed... Um, putting a place at the mall, Mm -hmm. you know, but that divides your staff because we always felt like downtown was central business. Mm -hmm. And if you'll notice in any community, every mall has its lifetime. Yes. Every shopping thing has its lifetime. But downtown, it had our city hall, it had the courthouse, it had the banking, Mm -hmm. you know, it's always going to be a central focus. And my Mm -hmm. theory is if the heart of your town looks thriving then your community is going to feel like they're thriving. So we chose to stay downtown when everybody was moving out into the different... The new shiny... Right. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. So I think it was a good decision in the long run. We had some years of lean. We definitely had some lean (laughs) years when, you know, other businesses were were moving out and things changed from time to time. But I'm very proud of my tenants that I have right now. That are in my... great. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They really are. That's Um, what I've noticed, I mean... It's there's a new real estate company coming in Keller just Williams. down the street, Keller yeah. Williams, and then I saw people working in the space next to them. 
so it looks like something's going to go in there. I mean, just there's always there's something coming up, and you I do have that. great tenants. We have great downtown businesses now. I mean, you can find just about anything you could want, or if they don't have it, they can make it. That's right. Well, and and uh, you do design jewelry. Absolutely, that's become a very big part of our business. Um, it seems that people will inherit a piece or they'll have an old piece and they don't like the style of it anymore. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of design and redesign. And it's just thrilling to work with somebody that makes a piece. That's on my list of things to do. I have some pieces I inherited from my grandmother that aren't quite my style. Yeah. So and, and one a good thing that Debbie helps me out with is um, it, sometimes it's Iris, sometimes it's Renee. I'll say, because I'm a guy and we just don't, uh, and when people get married, we just don't care. Just tell me what you want. That's right. <laughs> so one of them will call me and say, now, aren't you friends with these parents of these people? I said, yeah. Well, you need to send a gift. I said, okay, well, here's, 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 just tell me what to send. And that's it. You know? I love it. And I get a bill and I pay it. And they're always so pleased that you were so thoughtful. Right. <laughs> and that's Look all at you, you do. You come out of the end. That's so great. Or, or they'll call me and say, don't you know? I was like, mm -mm, no, I don't know them. I don't want to send them a gift. But <laughs> One fun story. Was it last year or the year before? I don't remember what it is. We, so each year the Realtor Association has an awards ceremony at the end of the year. Um, you know, Realtor of the Year. We have our association presidents, those type things. And one year... I think it was not last year, it was the year before. We would get an award from our state association. They would send us, you know, these beautiful, like, silver engraved bowls. Well, this one went missing in the mail. I'm not entirely sure what happened. So it's the end of the year. Obviously, the postal service is it's about Christmas time. They're overrun. So I gave up on that bowl ever showing up. So I walk in, and Renee is in there. I was like, Renee, I have a problem. And without, she never even involved her. She was like, okay, let's see what we can have. And the next thing I know, I have this beautiful clock that has now been engraved for our Realtor of the Year. And it's now become like the favorite gift or award because of that. And now I want one for myself. It's beautiful. So something that, I mean, I was in a crisis mode. She just very calmly fixed it, and it was beautiful. And now we're just going to stick with it. Well, and you also have Mark there. Tallulah, my dog, of course, who I mention all the time. She's in here somewhere, probably asleep. I um, think she went to the restroom. Oh, I think she walked <laughs> she out. She escapes. <laughs> okay. All right. See you later, Tallulah. Um, Tallulah, when she walks into Yellen's, she always goes to see Mark because Mark always has treats back there. And he repairs jewelry and he oh. probably makes, I don't know. Oh, he's a fabulous jeweler. What's, he, what's his title? Well, he's a master jeweler. Okay. And uh, he actually worked for us when he was in high school. And then he went away and he uh, found the love of his life while he was uh, trampling around. And he worked for a ma jewelry manufacturing place. Okay. And then he managed a jewelry store in the Carolinas. And he and I always stayed in contact mm -hmm. with each other. And when my dad passed away, I called and I said, hey, are you ready to come home? And he said, uh, well, you know, I'm pretty happy where I am right now. I said, okay, so just want to check with you. And about a year later, he called me back. He said, hey. He's ready is that go. offer still good? Debbie <laughs> <laughs> draws people in. What a, but that, I mean, that's just a, a testimony to your business and I think the areas. The fact that he was. He, he was able to go and explore and then grow. And then he knew 
You, you had such a great relationship that you could call. That's really neat. But it's also her personality. Her personality is that. to yeah. draw people in. Um, I feel like that everybody has a talent, and we have a great team. Mitzi McDaniel's been with me for about 20 years, and she is a fabulous yes. consultant. Yes, she and, is. And she loves she loves it as much as I do. Yeah. And uh, I think it's being able to put together a team. And Iris is a great team person. Uh, right now we have Charlotte. Uh, Garner, she is a retired teacher, and she came in. She said, I'm really not ready, like you. I'm really not ready to go to the house. Mm -hmm. And she has become a great team member. So, you know, we're a family there at Young Jewelers, Mm -hmm. and you really spend more hours with the people you work with than your family because you're a slave. You really do. You know. That is true. So when we are looking for a staff member, we're looking for somebody that has a passion Mm -hmm. for what we do. And we're looking for somebody whose personality fits with ours. And we're looking for um, somebody to be a part of our family. We're adopting them. What's relationships? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, the jewelry business is about relationships in one way or another. Absolutely. And so, I mean, you guys have to have those relationships. And when you walk in, I've, I get that vibe. I get the warm, because everybody's, hey. Mm-hmm. They're just accepting and happy. And we, I think being in your office or being your store would make me happy too. All the shiny sparkly things. <laughs> well like you I, walk in and, and it's so great. Okay, I think I'm right about this, with the exception of maybe Mark. Um the people who are out on the floor, don't they wear your jewelry? From time to time. But right. you know, they love it so much they usually just purchase it. And they say, Well <laughs> That's I'm not getting plan. a payday this week. <laughs> We'll work for jewelry. <laughs> because I've seen, uh, like Mitzi or, uh, I don't know, I've seen, maybe Charlotte. Um, she, I've seen them with rings on, and they've got a tag on it. I'm like, did you steal it? <laughs> and you're still inside the store with the stolen store. merchandise? But, yeah, but I've noticed that they do wear Sometimes. a lot of jewelry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but clearly, that's also a way to display and, you know, sell, right. too. To them or to somebody else. Right. And it's just amazing how you touch a piece and the next person comes in and wants it. <laughs> Ooh. I know. Maybe I should send my husband in. I'll pick something out, then you can touch it, and then I'll send Bradley in. And maybe that's how we can work that out. We do have a computerized wish list now. You can come in and put anything <laughs> Still on selling. your list. Still selling. <laughs> oh, uh, that is so good to know. I have a 10-year anniversary coming up. So. Yeah, I'm uh, probably... Ninety percent of anything Pat wears or has came from Debbie. Oh, um, thank you. One of my bands. Debbie's going. Why is it not a hundred percent? Gotta share the love. From every now and then. Yes, yes. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, but Debbie also did. Our next guest just walked in. I won't tell you who it is though. But we're using her as a prop. Um, when Jasper Main Street came to be, and we were branded with the flourish. Um, Debbie designed a piece that has that is built like a flourish, um, and she had it in silver and gold. Um, and in fact, I'm looking at it right now. Um, but that's what Debbie does, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think you've got some chopping blocks. I do. Yes. Uh, well, I have wood boards. Wood boards. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna... Not chopping blocks. <laughs> with chopping. with our flourish on there. <laughs> but I think we're so proud of ourselves. I think then if if you're wearing that and somebody says, what is that? Then you can tell them the story. Mm -hmm. You can tell them the story about downtown Jasper. You can tell them about how proud we are of our community. Because if we don't toot our own horn, who's going to? Absolutely. And we have so much. Oh, I love that. I feel like that needs to be on a shirt. (laughs) That'll be the next shirt we're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
But I think it reminds people, you know, because every piece of jewelry that you wear is really a symbol. It's a symbol of who you are. It's a symbol of your marriage. It's a symbol of an accomplishment. Maybe you have this ring on that you were given as a graduation gift. So we wear our our symbols, you know, and it becomes part of our persona, really. It does. And back back in the day when, like, Pat was into amethyst or whatever, you know, I would say... She she would want a necklace or a ring or a she's like did ensembles mm-hmm. sets of stuff right and I would say Debbie I don't I don't know what she's got Debbie would know just what in she has. <laughs> that is my business no that is my business I'm like I live with her and look at it every day I don't know what that like, is. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't even know where she keeps it really whatever but Debbie would know. That's the wish list. Young's Jeweler has been keeping you on track for our many years. Well, I, I will tell you something that Debbie probably doesn't even remember. It was Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve. And it was like 4 or 5 o'clock p.m. And I had bought something for Pat. Mm-hmm. I forgot to pick it up. Debbie brought it to the house. Absolutely brought it to the house. I was like, Wow. Thanks for saving Christmas. Thanks for there. saving Christmas. I did that. You did that. <laughs> I see. I told you would remember it. Well, it's customer service. That's who we are. With and our, with our realtor of the year award, it was right before Christmas, and they had the clock done, and you guys didn't open until like a certain time. Where our award, we we're doing a, a brunch, like a breakfast award that year, and I was like, oh, I don't, I can't get by this afternoon. They're like, just come by in the morning on your way, and so. I don't even remember who was there that morning. Unlocked the door and had the bag, had it wrapped and everything like presentable, and handed it to me out the door at like eight thirty that morning. So I was able to arrive on scene at my awards event and look like I had all my ducks, ducks in, in a row. row. <laughs> I did. So we did, did have an event at our store. I had an, a Sweet Home Alabama moment. I had someone that I opened up on a day that we were closed mm-hmm. and turned the lights on. And he brought his fiance in <gasps> and said, "Pick one." No, we did. Oh, that is. I, I get chill vibes. That's so sweet. I get chills now, even thinking about. It. So we did that for somebody that wanted to, to do that. And it I was loved your ladies. Was it ladies' night or something along that line? I think you do that every year, don't yeah. you? Yeah, we didn't I've, last year because of COVID. The year before we, I came, it was really fun. Yeah, it is. It is always fun, and we have a big sign that's thirty feet long, four feet high that says, "Will you marry me?" And when you buy your engagement ring, if you'd like to borrow the sign, you can. And one day we had a young man that set the whole stage. He had his friends across the street on City Hall while he was playing like he was picking out the ring for the first time. Mm -hmm. He had them spread the sign out across the street. And he had her positioned where he got down on one knee. And then they looked up and saw the sign. It was just so fun. (laughs) See, that's, that's like the best business to be. I mean, all the happiness. You can't. Not love jewelry. Well, and it's that small town feel. Exactly. Too. Exactly. You can't go to a big box store and them have a giant Will You Marry Me Absolutely sign. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. We know their stories. We know more than we need to know, probably. But we get involved with their lives and we exactly. we cry with them. We laugh with them. We, you know, when they have an event that happens, you know, we're just there. You're and they, there from engagement to weddings to even like babies because I'll come in I'll get um you know different things engraved for when people have all my friends have their babies or do things like that you get to see all of that right 
That makes me want to kind of really think fun. about it. And then on a personal fun. note, and she won't remember this either, uh, when Pat was first diagnosed um, and she was going into surgery, the whole family was at the hospital, and here comes um, Debbie. And I'm like, and this was like the very first of Jasper Main Street. You know, I was like, I, I can't do this job and take care of it. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it works. Um, Debbie walks into the waiting room um, with a pillow, those matching pillows and blankets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was mm-hmm. like, that was, uh, I'm pretty sure I was very emotional that day, but I'm pretty sure I kind of teared up when she walked in with that. I'm going to tear up. But that's like small town stuff. That you is. Know? It's not. It is. Yeah, I'm always going to buy jewelry from Debbie or dishes or, you know, I'm always going to say who's getting married. Um but it's it, because she's got quality stuff, but it's mm-hmm. also because I know she's my friend. Mm-hmm. I know she wants to sell me stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> she has bills to pay, but. Right. But yeah. she's my friend. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I've always cherished that, that memory. So anyway, that's enough of that touchy-feely stuff. I'm not <laughs> <Sorry>. into that. <laughs> Anywho, didn't know that was going to make us all cry. So anyway, if if. Is there anything that you want to say about Young Jewelers or Sanders Aviation or Downtown Jasper that we hadn't covered? You know, I think we've probably covered it uh, pretty thoroughly. I'm just passionate about all those things. And I just live every day trying to be a good part of our community, trying to be a, a good part of my family, of you know, and mm-hmm. promote people, connect people. And um, it's just been a wonderful uh, story for me. It's been a great journey, and I hope to keep journeying along. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but I love, I love my community. I love my business. I'm very blessed to be able to be in business and have my daughter making the making the yes. third generation. And then there's Monroe. And then there's those grandbabies. Mm-hmm. I have and two. I have a grandson. That's as right. Well. And right. Yeah. So I just feel like I'm a really blessed human. Okay. And you're the queen of downtown. Don't forget it. Crown <laughs> crown and all. Crown and all. But we are so thankful. I just you're just you're a cheerleader of so many people and so many ventures in downtown and how it all spreads. So yeah. She gets I, lots of Tallulahs. She does get we lots get of Tallulahs. To I don't know how I can rate Tallulahs with, with Debbie. I I, I, I yet on, on any of these podcasts has anyone got a nine out of ten Tallulahs. Okay, what we do is we Mike and his obsession with, with Tallulah. My unhealthy obsession. We right. rate all of our guests with Tallulahs, and I don't. I don't know that we. Can, I mean, she's Debbie. I'm trying to. I know. I'm trying to. Uh, how many? How many years have you been in business? Uh, the store has been in business seventy three years. So she gets seventy five Tallulahs out of seventy three. How's that? I like it. Absolutely. Right. I like uh, that math. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how we do math around here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was an arts major. So. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Thanks, thank you. Debbie. Walker Voices is a DME Media production. Copyright 2021, Daily Mountain Eagle.